podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Happy birthday, Jay. Thank you, Stephen. It's nice to get one in person other than the half-hearted one I got via a WhatsApp group after I'd seen you today. I was walking you were too busy bat. walking around with your bat. And to be fair, I did avoid you slightly. I saw you <laughs> He's got his bat out again. No. So I did sort of... I haven't broke anything for months. That worries me, though. I used to like it when you used to frequently break things because I think he's letting off steam. He's all right. And then when you don't do anything for months, I worry. I'm Seriously. All right. I'm all right. Yeah, you look all right. all right anyway. Thanks. So happy birthday. Thank you. I couldn't put you... See, I had to text you in a WhatsApp group because the image I used might have got me cancelled. Yeah, it would have. It was a good image. I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my favourites. But yeah, probably best we don't use that one. Can- cancelability, scale of one to ten. I think that's a nine. It's a nine. I nine. think that's outrage. That is proper, I can't believe you've done that sort of tackle. Funny though. Yeah, it is funny though. I'll show you. Andrew. Yeah, I'll okay. show you later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, how are you, Andy? You all right? I'm all right. Many yeah. happy returns. Thank you. Have you sorted out your parking? Sorted it out. Yeah. To be parking here. in town is a nine. <laughs> that, yeah, let's keep that away. Yeah, good from nine and a half, I'd say. That's, <laughs> a, yeah. that's, we're not working again ever. Nope. Um, thanks for all the birthday wishes as well, everyone in the chat. Loads of people saying that. Much the appreciated. The big 21. Yeah. I believe it comes around, around so quick, doesn't it? Yeah, you're 19 now because you identified as 18 last year because you were just starting going uni, I think. <laughs> I think I'd get arrested if I started identifying myself as, as a teenager. There's you can be you want now. You can be anything you want. Identify <laughs> as anything you want now. Happy days. Uh, well, man, is this man talking to me on the internet? He says he's 18. I've just seen him on Stratford Paddock. He's 46. I'm, uh, I'm trans slender, so don't call me fat. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, don't miss. Um, I've got one for you. Oh, Name the film. Name the film. Yeah, Matrix. No, right. See if anyone can see if you can get it. Name the. That's film. Matrix, isn't it? No, name the film. So you get your whatever Not plugged clue. in. Right. See if anyone else can get it. I'm got a minute. I've got a camera on me. On me other. No one's. No one's gonna be able to see this. Can we see it? Pull your hoodie. Can you see it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, get in the comments. I've name no the film. I've no idea hey, where this is going. You're gonna hear a sting. That's proud. In with you. See if anyone gets it. Someone from the eighties. No. Some are old though, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not. Jaws Miskos has got it. It's Pulp Fiction. Oh. Uh, see, that's one of the dreams when he's talking to Bruce Willis. You that's... see the back of his head, he's got a plaster on the back of his head. That's one of the only NFTs that I've heard of that actually sounds interesting. What's that? Right. So you've lost me now completely. Yeah, NFTs are some. I'm going to be honest, smells like a bit like money laundering, if I'm going to be honest with you. Sounds a bit like a one of them. Um, however, Quentin Tarantino's NFT'd stills from a couple of his films yeah and said look these need to go for big money if they go for whatever i've reserved them as yeah um whoever owns that nft i don't know the exact date but let's say it's fourth of july for a bit of a giggle yeah if you're the owner of the nft on the fourth of july it entitles you to go for a burger with him and watch pulp fiction really now that now that's a good right, idea do you know what it? right it's be- it's sort of become hip to hate on tarantino you know, like, like there's this thing now where people go, oh, Tarantino's actually, he's not actually a very good filmmaker. No one talks like that in Tarantino films in real life. That's the point. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. don't, no, people, a lot of what happens in Tarantino films don't happen Wait in real life. Wait till they watch Sin City. Yeah, yeah. Even when he does something like based slightly on reality, like Inglorious Bastards, that's not how the war ended. Do you know what I mean? He always puts a spin on it. So I, it sort Miss of gets me when people start trying to get a little bit deep. Can with I just say, Brad know. Pitt's character trying to be Italian in that film is fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's beautifully, it's it's brilliant shit. It's someone acting shit brilliantly. It is. I like Brad Pitt. Do you know I met Tarantino once? No, you didn't. In Seoul. No, I did, well, yeah, in Seoul. He signed a... He, I thought you were going to say in Salford no, then. No, in Seoul, like, not in Salford. Yeah, he, he was in Weast, opening the uh, Weast Film <laughs> Festival. He was at Greg's in the precinct. Yeah, he's he was. always, he flies over from LA to get the pasties. From uh, Morrison's. Standard you can't get a good pasty in LA. No. So yeah. he, he's, Morrison's Eccles is where he likes to come for his mm. dinner. Yeah. Um, on his lunch break. Salt of the earth. It's a good lad. No, but I met him and he signed a bakery bag. It was just <laughs> right, right, random guy. Actually, seriously? Yeah. Is that serious? Is when I was. So what did you I do at bakery I was, bag? I, was a, I wasn't in a good way. And uh, <laughs> What did you do? Which bakery? It was just like, he went, I went, oh my God, that's so Can I have your autograph? And he went, I'm walking, man. Get, a, get me something to sign and I'll sign it, but I'm walking. So uh, that's a terrible accident, I know. <laughs> so I ran in like this nearest Ireland. bag. Yeah, he's an Australian version <laughs> of Sarantino. I ran into this nearest shop, seeing like, you know, 
brown paper bags or whatever. Just grab one. Was it Amson's Bakery? Right. Is it, it, it Amson's? was like some Soho one. Well, it was probably it's like know. the fucking knockoff nah. Greg's. Uh, yeah, it might have been. I just grabbed it. and I just had one for a minute. 20 metres from my Greg's as well. <laughs> it was talk about shooting yourself in the fucking foot. <laughs> Should I go and get one of these substandard sausage rolls? Or get the real one? Right there. <laughs> That's like coming to America. They're working out like McDonald's, but it's not McDonald's with the big mitt. McDowell's? <laughs> McDowell's, that's it. McDowell's. Do I think someone's made a McDonald's in America? Oh, really? Yeah, I think mm. so. As a, as a parody. Like a homage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're on to a winner if you take it on Greg's. Eh? We're staying here. They can move. Have you seen like the Greg's splat map of Manchester? No. What, Have what? you seen the one of Newcastle? Yeah, New- I think there's more in Manchester, if, you know. Well, someone was saying, why would you live in Newcastle? And then there was like, I don't know, some yeah, area. And there was about 10, yeah. like, all really? walking distance. Yeah, but wasn't there one on Deansgate? And then one on the other side of Barton Arcade? Which essentially is on Deansgate. Mm. Really? Yeah. If you had to live off one fast food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like one outlet? Chain? Yeah. That's a tough one. I know, man. Because Greg's is a good shout because there is a good variety. Yeah, they've got your sandwiches, you've got, yeah, yeah. You got bacon you could, butties and all that. You're not really good for evening meals there, but you could, you could do survive. two meals a day. Yeah. You could yeah. survive. You could. And, and you've got pudding as well. Yeah, yeah you have got pudding. They've got it's drinks. Bit of a, bit of a game. They've got sweets. It's Greg's. Yeah. I think it's Greg's. It's Greg's. I think Greg's is... Because there's no way you're living on KFC for the rest of no, your life. No, you're not, not having KFC. burgers. Honestly, oh you're not having burgers. Maybe McDonald's. Maybe. I think I do but feel I you get, get bored. Kid ourselves. You get to you the get bored. Yeah. You get bored. fucking widges and walk in McDonald's and ask for a salad. Get out. No. That's... Yes, I know we sell them, but get a fuck. It's like when they say, come to... They try and paint themselves as the new coffee shop, don't they? Like, come back, yeah. let's have a, have, have a line. You mean the McCafe? You know? Yeah, you're yeah. not doing that, are you? <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? If you're on your way to the building site, yeah, you might pick up a, you know, a brew from McDonald's if it's on, on the way. Or if you want like a long drive yeah. or something. You're not but, like yeah. recreating bloody They're good for that. Friends. Mm. Mackies are good for that. Yeah. But I, th- I think, I don't know, I feel like Greg's is the one, innit? Because If you could only tainted. go to a, yeah. Not tainted, but it's too sort of this similar. But Pizza up be rough, not a mm. Pizza up morning, noon and night would be pretty rough. Yeah, that's, that's a struggle. Yeah. Like you that. like, day you one, like sensational. Stone. Day yeah. two, <laughs> all right. Day three, <laughs> Fuck you, bought a pizza now, I think. Nine meals in. <laughs> so, yeah, I reckon... I, uh, yeah, I can't even, like... If I have, like, say I have a McDonald's on, like, a say, a Wednesday or whatever, I won't, I won't want another one that week. I'm not a big, like... I see, I could. Know, I could, but I couldn't... Could you? Mm. I'm not, like... I haven't had one of the breakfast in a loop. Have time. you not? See, I don't like hash browns, man. Everyone thinks I'm mad. Everyone's like, hash browns are the best thing ever, but I'm not into them. They're not the best thing ever, but some places do them proper, and some places mm. make you want to fucking kick a toddler. Depends, yeah. <laughs> um, Abhishek in the Super Chat says, Royale with cheese, hashtag PF, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you got it, bro. That was the one. What's your favourite Tarantino film? Probably somewhat obscure. Let me just have a quick fucking Google of his old fucking what's it. That I was going to say, I feel like, I, I, feel like I need it. to Google like some of his films. I went no, to the so cinema give to me see, a few. I went to the cinema right to see Once Upon a Time in America. Not in America. What's it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I knew about like, you know what it's based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I knew, like, I, I, I thought I knew Google how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. So I was worried because I thought, so me and Mrs. went, I thought this is going to be, if he does what I think he's going to do with the end of this film, it's going to be brutal. Mm. Because the, the true story is obviously completely horrific, but he doesn't. He does a different sort of version, which isn't as remotely nearly as bad as the real life thing. And I've seen loads of people complain about it, how violent it was. And I thought, you actually read up on what happened to Shante in real life. If he'd have done that, it would have been minging, and he didn't. Um, it might have to be Reservoir Dogs, the original. Oh, that's a shout out. Kill Bill's good as well. Kill Bill. Mm. Volume like, one or two. I like my violence a bit more gangster-related and old yeah. school. Genre, yeah. Rather than like ninja swords and that. Yeah. Now I think um, the thing with, with Reservoir Dogs, I was 11 or 12 when that came out. That was mm. revolutionary. You didn't make films where it started in the middle and finished at the end and, <laughs> and finished at the beginning, sorry. And then, you know, yeah. you didn't do that. That wasn't a, a thing. And he did it. And in, like with Pulp Fiction... Well, I reckon his monthly drugs bill was at the time. Read it in that. I heard he was just on the weed. Really? Yeah. I heard that was all he was into. He was into weed. <laughs> but like he spent like three years, then he doing like Jackie Brown. He was apparently just stoned all the time from like Pulp Fiction to Jackie Brown. I know he did um, what's the film he did with George Clooney where he acted in it? The vampire one. This is gonna do my uh, Dust Till Dawn. He oh, did that, but yeah, he didn't direct yeah. anything for a few years because he was just basically Dust Till Dawn's a mad film though. It is, isn't it? It goes like that, and all of a sudden it's going to... Hang on a minute. You think it's this gangster-type, you know, fugitive That's the thing with Tarantino's films. You 
You think you know what's coming and yeah. you don't know what's coming. I like that. I, th- I think for me, once upon a time in Hollywood was a return to form because I didn't like The Hateful Eight. I thought that was one of his worst ones. Uh, get involved in the chat. Let us know what you're thi- you think even. And don't start complaining that we're not talking about football. Do you know the Talk about what? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Hey, it's about football all the time. Mm. I'm sick of talking about football. I, I'm, I'm at a point where, and I've said this to you off camera, but I'm saying to you on camera and put it on air. I don't want The Brew on a Friday to be titled like that. Right. I just want it to be called The Brew. You know what's coming, and so do we. So we'll see you all we want. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Ronaldo Brown, thanks for the birthday message, my friend. Um... Have you just seen the Grindhouse films he made? I what do you make of Hostel? Have you seen that? Because that yeah. executive produced that. I watched it the other day just because I was like, I watched this when I was younger. Yeah. And I remember it being quite shocking. Yeah. But is it actually a good film? And no, it's not. No, it's it's, it's beyond awful. I yeah. thought. They, like... they literally was like, hey, who's not got a career to ruin? You three. Because <laughs> <laughs> them lads have not been in anything. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, where is this read? Have you sent it to me? Oh, it's yeah. there. I've just found it. Um, right, hang on a minute. As a professional as ever, uh, Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscaped. I don't know why I'm looking at you. I'm looking at him. <laughs> um, the ball is officially dropped, but that does not mean that you have to drop the ball on your balls. It's time to bring sexy back in 2022 and step up your game with Manscaped trademarked performance package 4.0. Join the 4 million men worldwide, which I think is that is, that's all the men in it. That's almost though all the men in the world is four million, isn't it? Good no. chunk. How many? A bit more, bit more than that. Right, right, a bit more than that. It's most of them, isn't it? I think so. Right. So that's most of the men basically. It's four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to help them ring in the new year with the right tools for the job. Go to manscapes.com forward slash housing for twenty percent off and free shipping. Oh yeah, alright. Um the links in the description. And because a six-pack is a great New Year's resolution, but how about... Jay, forget to read. Listen. Six, no. Listen. Go on. Listen. Go on, then. We know that you need to go and buy someone a gift because yeah. you're fucking lazy and you're dicking around on YouTube far too much. We all do it. Right? Yeah. I'm not having a go. I'm just being real with you. Yeah? You sit there and you go, why am I watching this about a Nazi megatrain, right? When I've got shit to do. Yeah. It's going to be six metres wide, Jay. And two stories. But anyway... Did they build it or just the problem? Let's talk about the dinner. Right, okay. Go on with so, first. We'll so, get back to that Nazi magazine. See, this is what happens. You get distracted right. when you're supposed to be buying that fella in your life, whether it's your boyfriend, whether it's an uncle, whether it's your fucking dad, whether it's your granddad. Your granddad definitely needs manscaped. Believe me, right? That shit looks like Santa's fucking beard down there. And he knows what your granddad's yeah. sucker looks like. You know what I'm saying? So, I've seen what he looks on the internet. Save yourself the, the bother. Who's going shopping in person nowadays? <laughs> Fucking Mate. lunatics, that's, that's who. So 2017. People who shout at fucking traffic, that's who's going shopping yeah. in person right now. There's definitely six of them down that road, by the way. So just get yourself online. Go to manscaped.com. Stick in the code house and 20% off, free shipping, and get someone the gift of good-looking balls for 2022. Could it work on your head? Since no, I asked about it. Apparently, you're not meant to do that. Uh, okay. I did it on my upper arms, though. Did you? Mm. Like, they don't recommend you do I mean, obviously, you can do it. You can do what you want. But... It's not for that, okay. which but I think is, yeah, another Because they, they, they obviously send us stuff to do the reads with as well. So we, we test it out. No, they don't. They don't send us anything. Right, well, they do. The, those and Christmas they, presents they I gave out. out, I did not get given them for free. <laughs> okay. Right? I bought them. Jay bought his, but Thank everyone you. else that works here got one. So, um, but they've also sent us like the, the 3.0 and stuff like that. So I've upgraded now, swapped it. So the 4.0, 4.0 does bro. me gooch. Yeah. But I'm using the 3.0. <laughs> On my old Tash and that. <laughs> Happy days. Thanks to Manscapes.com. 20% off. Free shipping. Us. Go do it. Yes. Go, go get someone that gift and, and then carry on watching YouTube because that shit is dealt with. Yes, it surely, it surely is. <laughs> Before you know it, it's going to be birthdays. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Why don't you? Yeah, Valentine's Day. Father's Day. Father's Day. Why don't you? Just go buy, go buy six. Yeah. Have a fucking the stack year. of them yeah. like you, like it was bog roll in March 2020, right? Yes. Go get stacks of them. And when someone go, your mum comes in and goes, oh, you got fucking bloody blah for his birthday. You go, fuck, yeah, yeah. have. <laughs> um, Jason McMillan in the Super Chat says, can Tarantino come in as a consultant with Ragnick's backroom staff? Why not? Yeah. But we, I mean, how many backroom Can't staff do we have anyway? We have about 80, don't we? Mm. Got fucking Christmas in there. Well, seriously, what is going on? Our bench is absolutely rammed. I'm not happy until we've got an NFL-style bench. That's what I want. What, right? Remember your audience. When I say your audience, I mean me. I don't know anything. You know full well. I don't know anything about American sports. 
how many is on an NFL bench? I reckon four million. Four million. Mm. So that's the the, the Appro- manscape approximately, yeah. Approximately, <laughs> yeah. Approximately four million. Is it right? Am I right in thinking in NFL you can change your entire team? No, I don't, there's about 50, I think, per team. 50? I think they have 11 attackers, 11 really? defenders. Then you have your special teams. There's probably, and, but you also have second strings as well. So there's, there's probably comfortably 50. And that's just the coaches. That's mental. Because obviously they have offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, and then they've all got assistants. And then you'll have your physios, you'll have your strength and conditioning. They must have about 20 people just to strap every fucker's ankles up. Have you see how long that takes? Yeah. Big, big, big... Um Big task that in it. Joe, the Cowboys have got a guy, and this is not even a joke, this is 100% true. The Cowboys, I think it's the Cowboys, it's one of the teams, I forget it wrong, it might be the Falcons. Someone, one of the head coaches, keeps standing too close to the sideline. Yeah. And like the linesman, which is definitely not what they're called, but essentially. The linesman. Essentially, the linesman. <laughs> the umpire. Yeah, keeps fucking running into him. Right. So I think he either keeps getting fined or banned or warned or some shit yeah, yeah. for it. So they've hired a guy to pull him back by the hips. That's 100% true, that. That's that's his job. Yeah. So he just kind of follows the head coach around, and then yeah. he's looking for the umpire or whoever. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that's it. Find Callum. Find it. Let's get clarification here, Callum. I believe you, but let's find out the exact." Someone in the comments. Am I chatting shit or is it? True? Right. Yeah. Get in the comments. You guys know what he's on about. It's the Rams. People saying Zach Cole says the Rams. See, there you go. Um, wow. They say fifty-three players in the squad. Mm. Fifty-three. Not a bad guess then, was it? With fifty. No, that's insane. Um, yeah, everyone's saying it's the LA Rams, so he's just his job is that. He pulls him back. But he's on a decent wage as well. No, I bet he's on right. probably like quarter of a million a year. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, right, listen, did How'd that guy, that this is what I was going to say, what did that guy do beforehand? Well, I want to see his CV. Bingo. Yeah. What was his, because anyone let he, us know, what's the guy experience? called? Yeah. 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 Done previous before. experience, How just sort of like. Is that like a well known job to do in America? Grabbing, grabbing guys by the hips and just sliding them two feet out of the way. Have you anyone off before? What an interview. Hey. You ever pulled Have another you been man off? men off recently? Obviously. You're hired. Yeah, everyone's saying it's true. Oh, is someone saying he's the physio who does this joint match? Surely he can't be the physio and do that as well. It's far too much going That's on That's a bit far much, too much yeah. to juggle. Can't have the yeah, physio following him around doing down, that. Down, physio's like, like, listen, coach, I'm going to have to go deal with him because he's screaming because his ankles hanging are. out on the side of his... Are you all right on your own for five minutes? <laughs> Someone says he's the director of the team's nephew. A job's like a job like that is pure nepotism. I mean, I don't know if that's oh, true or not. Hundred percent. If that's the case, then yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um, I need a guy. I know someone's guy. saying he's one of the trainers. So yeah, let's find out. We'll get clarified but exactly. Who if he is. you're if you've gone to fucking college, you end up getting oh, like a what? masters or something like that yeah. in like exercise physiology. You're fucking grafted on internships left, right, and centre. And they're like, got a job for you. Who with? L.A. Rams. Oh, Fuck off, is it? Ooh. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Check that out. <laughs> so Do you reckon when he bumps in it like his old uni mates and they go, what are you up to? He goes, job with the Rams. Working with the Rams. Doing what? Oh, nice. Pulling her culture. What? I'm part of the important part of the team. I'm on the bench. Yeah, I'm on the bench. No, that's it. What's your answer? I'm on the bench. I'm on the bench. Yeah, I'm part of the It's a bit technical, but you know, I'm on the bench. All you know is I'm on the bench. Yeah. Someone said something I love. Andrew Cox said, Tell your mum I saved your life, world champion. There you go. Nailed it. Do you remember that when you was little? Um, yeah. He used to be a journalist, apparently. Listen, there's now wrong being a journalist and doing something else. Mm. We've all done it. <laughs> <laughs> doing something else that's all destroyed. Um, right, come on then. Oh, fuck off. No, we've got to get to it. I'm sorry, Steve, but I have to ask you, this six metres wide Nazi mega train, what's it all about? <laughs> all right, sweet. Basically, what they were planning on doing, because they what thought were they were obviously going to... Oh, no matter. It was stupid. They thought they were obviously going to conquer all, the whole world. I don't know if you knew that about it, the Nazis. What I like about that is they said, I think it was Norman MacDonald who said it best. He's like, they said, we're going to have a fight with the world. And it was actually pretty close. <laughs> it wasn't like the one side is drumming you. They fucked it with Russia. If they hadn't have fucked it with Russia, they might have done all right. Yeah, know? it's like, I'm going to be one on the way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not far. I don't know how the fuck they managed that, but yeah, they, they did obviously yeah. put up a bit of a fight. Um, but yeah, they, so they planned on having this train, which would obviously link all of the major cities in Germany, but also would link all the way into Moscow. It was going to go to Delhi. They even had plans for it to go all the way to Japan. Um, and it was obviously going to go through Paris and all the rest of that. So basically it was going to fucking be a railroad that like united the whole Third Reich was their game. Right, so 
I'm going to ask really stupid questions, but forgive me. So this is like the Channel Tunnel under the sea type tackle and all that as well. No, I didn't think they had a Channel Tunnel. It was obviously just mainland oh, was that Europe. Right, mainland okay. Europe, like right through to. I don't think it actually. I, I don't think it actually went into Japan, but it was like all of basically way out to the coast. All oh, right, okay, right. Well, um, yeah. But basically, it was like there was like another thing like this shit's going to take fucking days to get anywhere to get to the far ends, yeah. and they were looking at it being jet powered. They were looking at it yeah. being like all this sort of shit. But it was it used train tracks that were twice as wide as regular train tracks. Yeah. So they were going to have to rip up all existing train tracks, right. bang this crazy fucking new one down, and it was a six-metre-wide train with that was double-storied, and, and some of them even had swimming pools in them. Swimming pools, Jay. Swimming pools in a train? It's just, it's on Trains YouTube. are Go good in it. Germany. Are they? Oh, yeah, you've been to Germany, haven't you? Yeah. I, I lived there for about a year. So. Yeah, you've been to Germany was like a bit of an... That's like saying, since, you know, you've been to Manchester. Did Berlin yeah. to Munich, very good <coughs> journey. What was it like living in Germany? Uh, did you learn German? Yeah. Uh, no. Did you, did, you, did you shout louder well at the point? Yeah. That's what I was doing. I go broad. You don't need to yeah. learn a foreign language. Um, so loud we're supposed to have lessons, but because of the pandemic, they the got uh, that pandemic thing that's going on. Um, it got suspended, and then I was going to try and learn myself, but then because I was, you know, in lockdown most of the time, I only spoke to myself, so it was all right. Wouldn't you just basically in your apartment as well the entire time? Pretty much, yeah, for, for <laughs> about yeah. seven months. So when it, you took yeah. this job, right? Well, how did it tell us the sort of thing? Travel so, the world, so student, like I, the fucking man of the earth that I am. <laughs> yes. I started my job in March 2020. What happened then? I was in the office one week and then it was there. working from home. <laughs> and hey. then it got to the point where everyone was talking about this like lockdown thing. So I was like, hmm, I have no health insurance. I have nowhere permanent to live. No. I'm not a registered citizen. What should I do? And they were like, oh, just go back to Manchester. So I was like, great. Packed these four fuck off suitcases together. Went back to Manchester. Dragged it out as long as I could because obviously I was still getting paid. But I was back at home. So I, I was probably the only person that did well financially in the first lockdown. And then it was like, yeah, do you remember that job in Berlin? I you think kind Nick of, all right. yeah. <laughs> Matt Hancock, even true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the former presenter, if they think it's all over, did well out of the pandemic. Sorry, mate. But <laughs> you <laughs> might have done the Toy Story looking clown. <laughs> but yeah, they were basically like, do you remember that job in Berlin? Like, you kind of need to come back. So I went back. Um, few months that were relatively normal, and then there was another lockdown for about four months. So yeah. Was it the that same it, over there in Germany as it was over here? Stricter. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot stricter, like the masks as well. You can't wear, you know, the the blue medical masks. Yeah. You wear it. They've got a BFFP too. Can't wear the cloth ones. Really? Really. There were some people, <laughs> there, was, there was some like influencer chicks and stuff like that. I'd like Diamante ones oh. that were just fucking like, <laughs> they were just worse than used. There was like chain link fence about <laughs> sort of affected it. Just like, what are you doing? But in it, it go, pretty. Man. I don't yeah. think it works, you fucking. Wear the mask, seriously. Yeah. So it was interesting. Yeah. Did a lot of touristy stuff. Did you? I've never been to Berlin. Have you been to Berlin? Berlin, no. But you went about as well, Munich and all that. Went to Munich, yeah. Uh, Munich was nicer. I prefer Munich. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to mm. Munich, but I've not been to Went Berlin. to the Munich memorial calls itself as well. the northernmost Itali Italian city. Really? Mm. Nice. So you're back in Bra Brighton? Blighty now though, aren't you? Yeah. Are you in Manchester or down in that there, London? Manchester at the moment, but London eventually. When do you start? Have you, got, have you told everyone your new job, yeah? Yeah, I, t I told everyone on a watch along my new job, yeah, working with TalkSport, so I'll ah, be, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to go there, but, you know. Hopefully you can, all I'm going to say is hopefully you can bring a bit of, well, I know you'll bring a bit of logic to that channel. That's what I'm going to say. Bring logic. doubt it. But <laughs> 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 we'll get you in trouble, so we'll move. <laughs> right, what's this shit behind me? I don't know, hoping you knew. Well, you're his mate. He hadn't texted me for ages. Really? For ages. How long's ages? Proper ages. Really? Yeah. Like you said she had a fucking job thing that you do with them. No, I don't think so. Have you not <laughs> thrown him under a bus at some point? Or has so. your mate said something and then you've got to blame for it? Well, no, it was the other way around. When you said something, your mate got to blame for it. Yeah, Rio to apologise to Phil Jones for what I said. For something you said. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, right? Even I don't apologise for things you say. When I get sort of, people say something, I say, Steve said that. I said, Phil Jones probably needs to fuck off, doesn't he? And he was like, you can't say that. I watched that. I remember watching it. Oh and then God. seeing the fallout. And I thought I'd got it wrong. I thought... I'm sure it was Steve that said that. I'm sure Rio stuck up for it. I, thought, I watched it again. Yeah. It's a good way to get views because I watched it again, <laughs> like all the way through. And I was like, 
No. And then I see like Ollie in the press conference going out of order sort of thing. See real apologising. And I'm thinking, the world's gone mad. Stephen Houston said it. Why is the whole world talking about something that Stephen Houston said? Gaslighting at its yeah. best. Like, and I'm sitting there like, am I in trouble? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why? Just like one rule in life that's always worth sticking by. Don't apologise for stuff Steve does. Just leave no, him to it. Because I'm not going to either. Yeah, he doesn't. So let alone you. Yeah. But why? Like, how did all that happen? Like, it was so crazy that. Yeah. Here's what I know about the sporting director thing. Go on. About three years. Whenever everyone was getting photographed with Woodward. Remember that? I, you see, I'm crap with years and It days. happened, though, didn't it? It did happen. Remember, yeah. I want to say, like, 2018, but I could be about I was say five it was years, years back, out. Was it pre, well pre-pandemic, wasn't it? A few years yeah, before the pandemic. it was pre-pandemic. Uh, Jose era? Probable. Mm. I think it was under Jose, but I can't remember what I, when it was anyway. Anyone who knows, get involved in the I chat. I can probably go through my WhatsApps and find out, but in a nutshell, I know um, Paddy was being offered the job by Woodward yeah. as um, director of football. Or, I know that they, there's, they've gone through a, a, a million different names for this job, sporting director, director mm-hmm. of football, technical director, and obviously uh, Fletcher and Murta have ended up taking two of those names. Yeah. So uh, I know that it was offered to him. And at the time, uh, Paddy was saying, didn't feel like it was a real job. Felt like it was um, someone to be a bit of a shit deflector for Woodward, which you can definitely see, can't you? Yeah. So he didn't take it. Um, he actually thought Rio was going to take it. Really? He thinks Rio had been offered he it. He was linked with it, wasn't it? But I asked Rio, anyway. was he offered it? And he said no. So i got to take him at his word for that. Mm. Um, I know ever said he thought Rio might take it. It doesn't necessarily mean Rio was ever offered it. Um, you know, it might have been like Ed had said, if you're not having it, I'll speak to Rio. And, mm. and never did, maybe. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rio said he was never offered it. So i got to take him at his word for that. Um, but again, it, it felt like, at least at the time, it wasn't a real job is what... Paddy was saying, he goes, if, um, so Paddy was kind of involved in, in keeping hold of Pogba at one point, um, to a certain, great I got that, because he, he alluded to it, didn't he, and it was, a, you see them together, and you see there's obviously a mutual respect there, and it was a line off him, which was somewhat along the lines of, I'm already doing a job, which not got the title, of right, him, okay. um, which he was talking about that, um, so, <clears throat> I think, I think someone like Evra or Rio being involved in, in those capacities is going to go down a bit similar to how, I imagine, I don't know the details, but you've, it all depends on the authority that they're given with the job because if it's a title with no authority, it's a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. And if, you know, if it's obviously, if it's got a lot of authority, it could be, it could be very useful. I th- knowing what Rio does as a consultant with New Era, the agency that he works for and the players. Yeah. I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but I know he's very hands-on with play development, analysis, that sort of stuff. Very hands-on with a lot of the lads that they have there. Okay. I mean, we was there on Monday, and they were bringing him um, data sheets of some of the players that they represent, and they was like, I've seen this. So, so what I'm getting from that is, if he was to do a role, he wouldn't want to be doing it like an ambassadorial role. He'd want to do that role properly. No, but I actually think either of those roles, Joe, from observing him up close... I mean, I don't think there's anyone who doesn't know. Because that's half the battle, and it? it's the networking thing. I mean, yeah. you've spoken about this in the past, and it's like, oh, you know, an ex-legend being a, a... Yeah, we're all aboard on that. You think, well, have they got the connections for that job? Because it's not just about mm. being good at football. It's it's about, do you can you get on the phone to say, listen, I need that midfielder you've got. Let's make it happen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where no, some I, people I know can, he's already good mates can. with a lot of agents, um, obviously through being an agent or working for yeah. an agency at least himself, because I'm not sure he's actually classed as an agent. He's a consultant. Okay. Um, so it'd be unfair to call him an agent. He's um, he's obviously a, a consultant on the football side. So a lot of the players that they have, obviously got a lot of defenders, you've got Ben Godfrey, uh, Michael Keane, uh, Mason Holgate, Max Ahrens. I know he, he's hands-on with, with all of those players and, and their development and stuff like that. Um, and I know that like, he talks to other agencies. I know he talks to sporting directors. So... F- even though people go, he's just a fucking guy that does a YouTube channel with YouTube dickheads, me and Joel, um, and you see him on BT, he's actually involved day to day way fucking more than any of you will ever realise mm. um, in doing something like this. Now, I can't speak for Paddy because I don't know what Paddy's up to, um, but I know that knowing what I've seen behind the scenes, if it was announced tomorrow, um, Rio's going to be 
you know, not pick a fucking pick a title out of a yeah, hat. Like it, it seems like it's been lot, yeah. with uh, with Fletcher Murta. I'd be quietly confident about it, knowing who he's speaking to all the fucking time, uh, and the network that he's got. Not just the people that he played with and against, but the 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 respect he's got within the game extends to like there's so many conversations that fly around between clubs and agencies that you'd be fucking mind blown at like as that, that that's just fucking disgust is it like yeah really yeah so mm. i wouldn't have a fucking drama if rio got out there if it came out like yeah rio's going to be a, a, any sort of sporting director and guess what I'm clearly not going to have a podcast as of next week. <laughs> I'd be fucking cool with it. Because you know you're going to do a good job for I think you do a good job for United, yeah. That was always the question with, with Everett, like, because there's two sides to Everett. And, you know, went through his thing with Andy Mitten recently. And there's a serious side. He's a very intelligent guy. Let's not kid ourselves. But there's also the, the guy who's, you know, playing the bagpipes wearing one shoe. Yeah, sucking a chicken. Sucking a chicken. Off. Sucking a chicken. Yeah. Like, there's that, and you think. But you know what, though? No, that that everybody's like that. I, love him. I do love him. Everyone's like that. Wayne Rooney, I imagine, probably fell into, you know, echoes of that not sucking off chickens and stuff but yeah. like I'm sure Wayne Rooney fucked about a hell of a lot and he's a good laugh you see Wayne Rooney getting knocked out drunk in his kitchen you know but you see how he conducts himself as manager of Derby I'm very impressive with Derby there's very two impressive. fucking sides yeah. to him and obviously anyone that played for United and, and won a like I know there's, there's players that were peripheral fringe players that won things at United Rio Rooney Evra they were fucking integral. That's, that's different. They were fucking serial winners over multiple years and multiple trophies that started week in, week out and were integral. And I think that any of those, the the attitude you have to have to make yourself a winner on the football pitch, they're still going to want to be winners off the football pitch as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I was fortunate enough I would spend a bit of time with Evra uh, and had one of the best football conversations I've ever had. You met him, any. just for anyone who doesn't know, you went was it over to Marseille? Yeah, I was doing his socials. He flew me over Marseille. It was pre-chicken sucking off, by the way. Um, it ended when he came, It pretty much, I ended That's working him. for yeah. him pretty much the night he fucking kicked a Marseille fan in the head. Um, Are those two things related? I'll let you decide. He came off <laughs> socials. <laughs> he met Steen, next thing he's kicking people's heads in. When I'm you know what he related. said... I wouldn't, no, have, yeah, had, I don't, I wouldn't have advised no. against it. To no, be honest, I'd have said, I'm, kick him in a fucking head. Yeah, fair play to um, But the, um, and also, this is something that I got explained to me as well is, he was never accepted by Marseille fans because he's a Parisian and it's almost like a man can scouser kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah. Um, and it's not like Wayne Rooney that came here young, stayed here for a decade and won everything. He, came, he went there old, you know, past his best, probably on a rise. He's quite, a, in, in France as well, there's all that thing. Some of the French team are a little bit divisive anyway, aren't they? There's a lot of sort of backlash towards some of the French players from like the 2010 squad, which he was a part of, where because of all the shenanigans that went on with Dominic and everything else. I haven't read his book yet. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's in there. Yeah, because apparently, mm. and, and, you know, I think that one of the issues with some of the stuff in the book was getting it approved was, was some of the stuff with the French players because there's so much going back and forth. Mm. And that squad implodes like no team in history has ever It's only them and the Dutch that implode the way like, they do. Like players getting like, I'm going home from the World yeah. Cup. I've had enough. The manager like, I'm not doing this anymore in the middle of a tournament. And the players yeah. going, actually, you can stay, but we're picking the team. So yeah, okay. I, had, I, had, um, I had a fucking mega. We got stuck in traffic. Basically like the Marseille equivalent of Chester Road. Yeah. We got stuck in traffic on essentially Chester Road coming back into Marseille. He was staying at the Continental Hotel in Marseille, which was fucking So you're in, what, you're in his car and you got stuck in traffic? We're in the back seat. Just, and I don't know if yeah, you've seen his brother. About that his brother's traffic. just kind of like well a bit of a, traffic, like like, a yeah. taller, fatter version of Evra. Right. And he's massive. So in the back, you've got a taller, fatter version of Evra, me, and then Paddy in the middle. It's all shoulders, right? It's just fucking absolute <laughs> shoulder city. We are squished in. Yeah. Like, it's a four by four, but we are squished in. And Paddy's just played. So he's hot. Like he's hot to touch. So it's fucking steamy in there and all. And we was in there for about two and a half, two and a half hours in traffic. Oh my God. I asked him everything. I asked him about Suarez, Moyes, Fergie. I yeah. uh, asked him about you know, the, the talk that he was... Um, you know, I said, oh, didn't you, like, fucking, you know, quiz... Go to the museum and, like, your know, quiz... Uh, Bobby Charlton about stuff. He threw himself, immersed himself in our history. Yeah, and he went, no. He goes, I did better than that, to be honest. He goes, I used to take him out for lunch to Wings. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, imagine you just bouncing through Wings. And you're like, is that Paddy Ever and Bobby Charlton? That's amazing. That, no man. fucking way. You, you know what amazed me as well, Steve, was when we met him, we did that Q&A, because like, I was fortunate enough to go and get a meme afterwards. And there was like a queue of people, of like, I don't know, say 30 people to meet him. And he spent 
a good 10 minutes with everyone. Mm. It was a long way, but I don't mind waiting, obviously, to get to meet everyone. But he, he did, and he was so engaged and switched on and was like chatting to me, me Vaughn, and my dad went. And he was chatting to us all. He was like, you know, just dead friendly and going like, just in depth into certain things. He was just like, I thought, this guy's just got a lot of time for people. You know what I mean? And when, after I watched, um, I watched, we played uh, Victoria Setable in the Europa League. We went, I went and watched that game in his box with his brother and his agent. Um, and literally just this, in, on the wall is a picture of him doing a press up and a fucking like six foot panda teddy. Because <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course it is. there is, yeah. Um, what else would you expect? <laughs> so you know, we, I've, I've gone and watched the game and we've gone under the stadium afterwards. Uh, got got uh, his brother's car and come and waiting. There's like a red carpet entrance. The Victoria coach was there. See like, um, fucking hell, what's he called? Oh my God, my mind's just gone blank. French player, like, was it Paye, Dimitri Paye. Right. So Dimitri Paye's just like wandering around, not getting mivered, just like. He was middle West Ham, wasn't he? And then there's this crowd of people. And, my, and his brother went, oh, that's probably him. <laughs> 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 and we get out and his fucking mum comes and says hello. And, um, and, and then, you know, this crowd of people kind of fucking disappears. And um, that's the first time I've officially kind of like met him, even though I've been chatting on text and stuff like that. And he goes, oh, where I know you're from. I was like, um, told you I loved you in Panacea once, <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> what, what were you doing in Panacea? I was gonna say. <laughs> what about that? Um, and he starts laughing. Open. I don't know, is it something else now? It's still going. So we've been, I've been in there twice in my life. I think, I've been one. It's not Panacea yeah. no more, yeah. sure. Yeah. I foolishly bought a round of shots in there. What? You hit you won the lottery? Sauce, eh? <laughs> Probably the only girl in there that did buy drinks, to be fair, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I ended up, you know, having a chat about everything. And he spoke about United the way any of our mates and dads and uncles and that dude, like, he got it. He got it in a big way. Mm. And actually, a lot of things he said surprised me. I asked him about Moyes, and he was like, eh, try to protect that guy, you know, some of the things he was saying. You say to him, like, why are you saying that? So he, and I he didn't say what, but I assume things like, when he's like, we aspire to be like, sit him, should have been like, what, what, what life as hard as possible for Newcastle. What the fuck are you on about? Shinji Kaga was that too much. Um, so, you know, there is... Um, we need to improve on passing, shooting and defending. <laughs> creating chances. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a real fucking love of football in there with him. And I don't know if he's just let that funny side out far too much to be respected in football. I almost think he might need to go and work somewhere. Now, I, I know a couple of under-18s lads, I think it was Zidane Iqbal and, and people like that that I was chatting to about um, whenever when he was doing his badges and they was like, oh my God, like what a coach. Really? Yeah, like blown away by him. And he was saying he, he knew when to switch on having a laugh. He goes, he'd come in, brighten the mood up, be dancing and fucking, hey, and fucking like proper having it with you. He goes, but then if you were sloppy in training, he was fucking on you. He goes, he goes I imagine like what Rakim would have been like. Really? Just been like, look at the shirt on your chest. Not here. That doesn't happen here. You got to be better than that. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Everything I hear about that side of him, you know, yeah, get him in. What's he doing? Don't fucking care. Get him in. I'd love to see. He got it. Yeah. You get what Manchester United's all about. You don't have to be fucking born in 0161. No. You have to, not have to no come from fucking yeah. St. Mary's to get it right. Um, you know. He got it. Cantona got it. Mm. Sounds like Cristiano Ronaldo got it looking at those quotes the other day about talking about the standards. I didn't see your video. Just quickly, was you all right with that? Yeah. I think he's. I think. <laughs> let's be honest. Fucking Karen was standing about looking this close away from him when he was doing that interview once. <laughs> That's a bit right. I'm glad you said it. Am I wrong, though? No. Right? So he'd clearly been told, Oi, he's doing a fucking good job, and he's only just got here. All right? <laughs> he'd definitely been told that. So he says that. That's like his opening sort of gambit. He's get that. And he repeats that a couple of times. But Ronaldo's not shy to the news of everything that's going on around Manchester United and him yeah, being stupid, blamed yeah. for this fucking run of form. And he's probably like, I'm not fucking taking the blame for this. Yeah. So he mentions the same word a few times, and I think that's him subtly trying to get out there. The mentality of the players ain't right. And I'm all about that. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Because I've said this before, and people may disagree, but they're not all of a sudden, oh, we've got a load of rubbish players. These no. are players that finished second and third, and, you know, are, are top-level players. They've just not been playing very well. Uh, David Anley, I've sent you a message there, or put, uh, send me an email um, about that. Uh, I think some T-shirt stuff. Um... Lee Welch says, late to the party, but I enjoyed the Hateful Eight. Not his best, but still good for me. Um, 
Abdul Ahad says, Steve, talk about that fraud, Eric Ramsey, and why we've gotten worse at set pieces since he came. Is he, is he Connor living anymore? I was talking to someone, I think me and Joe were talking about this the other day. He's like, He's like the guy pulling people off the That line guy at least doing an effective <laughs> yeah, at least job. He's doing something. And I don't know a lot what goes on in the, behind closed doors at Manchester. I've got no idea, but I can see the evidence. The, the numbers evidence is, speak yeah, for themselves. No free yeah. kicks. We've I, I believe our expected goals from set pieces is five. Okay. But our actual goals from set pieces is fucking nil point, innit? Yeah. So. And there was like a little bit of fanfare, wasn't there, when this kid came in? It's like, hey, Ramsey, he's respected. Was it Chelsea came from or wherever he was? I can't remember where he came from. He came from somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's going to, you know, set-piece coach. And we think, oh, yeah, we can add a few more goals for our set-pieces. We'll tell you what, could be the difference between that second place and first place. It can. <laughs> 30% of goals or something in set-pieces. Well, not for us, it isn't. It's well, obviously nothing. not. No. Yeah. Zero percent of our goals. Yeah, it's yeah. like... The it's thing so is, though, you, you, it'll average out as well. So we'll go on a raft of scoring set-piece goals and someone will, and the the whole internet, right? Because that's Twitter. Will be like Eric Ramsey's finally fucking cracked the code. We are back, baby. Right? In reality, it's just the the statistics returning to normal. Yeah, like things kind of evening on out. a long enough timeline. Everything is them stats. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Like you're never gonna win zero percent of your games. Yeah, like you'll win some games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you won't win 100% of your games, you're going to drop points somewhere. So United are absolutely destined to score some set-piece goals consecutive games because we're so far off the trajectory for where we should be right now. I just want to ask you quickly about Ralph Randall. He's done his press conference today. What you think about the, this, this idea, this 4 2 2 he's, you know, obviously he's what he's renowned for using, but... One sort of, one of, of. Yeah, one of. But I think it was a bit... It's probably had more attention because it's new here. Not many coaches and managers use that in, in England. So when it was sort of suggested this is what he's going to do, everyone's like, oh, that's interesting. Now he's been talking about sort of how this still striving to settle on a formation. What do you make of that? Are you happy with that? Do you think you do have to change or do you think you should just stick to one and try and drill that into him? Well, I, I love this. What time did that come out? Like two hours ago? Yeah, well, right. quarter to two I've got that on. I fucking record my previews at nine o'clock a.m. on a Friday morning and they right. take all day, Joe, because of the, the animated graphics yeah, that we yeah. do. They take all fucking day to come about. And I've actually said I'd, I would change the formation. I think what we saw in the um, second half a little bit when Donny came on and he was talking about control, considering how much of a buzzword that was for Ragnick when he joined and yeah. how little we've actually seen any control, I actually went with a midfield free and Bruno in front of him, which essentially is a diamond. And the reason for that is, when you look at, I'm going to get a bit nerdy on you now. So, like you. there's five channels on a football pitch. You've got your wings, you've got your half spaces, and you've got your central zone, right? When you have uh, a four triple two, by and large, your, your double pivot at the bottom is occupying the sort of half spaces a little bit. Now, I think there can be some confusion. Now, maybe that's clarified in your team instructions, but I think there can be a little bit of confusion. Which of us goes into the central zone mm. when they attack in there? Right. Which of us do I go wide? or do, Like, if I'm in the half space on the right, let's say I'm at Tomine, I'm in the half space on the right, <coughs> and someone comes yeah. down the right wing, that their left wing, do I go to that or do I stay here? Do I go to the middle or do I stay here? Whereas I think if you went with... Uh, a three, so the midfield I went with tomorrow would be Matic as a six centrally in the centre zone, yeah. and then Van der Beek on the left, and oh, Fred on the left and Van der Beek on the right mm -hmm. um, in the half space. Now, if it goes down the centre, who's getting it? Matic. Matic yeah. 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 If it goes down the wing, who's getting it? One, one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that just gives a tiny bit more stability. A bit more clarity as well. There's also, uh, and I mentioned this in a preview as well, there's also the, the line that I is, I've burned into my head from Johan Cruyff, which is never give a, a flat ball. You never give a flat ball because if it's intercepted, two people have been beat. And you always want to have, ideally, forward-facing angles. Now, if you play a six with two eights and then a ten in front of him, you've got a series of forward-facing angles yeah. and options on the ball. And I think if one of those is intercepted, let's say Matic is passing to uh, Donny van der Beek on his right-hand side, then he's in a half space, 45 degrees further up. If he passes it and it's intercepted, Matic can get over and intercept that. Yeah. Whereas if there's a double pivot and then a two and then a two and they're passing well, sideways to each other sort of thing, yeah. and it's intercepted, both of you just been beat. And then we've got the conundrum of which of the two below you goes and gets it. <laughs> like, so, and if both of them go to get it, you've just left space in the, in the wider areas as well. So I'm not saying that four triple two can't work. If we had Keenan Scholes, 4 triple 2 would be fucking sexual. But we don't have Keenan Scholes, I don't know if you noticed. 
No, I hadn't actually. I thought we did. I, I thought, thought Roy was still King there, still, knocking about. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, thought he was dominating the midfield like he used to. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see them because it's going to be a tough game. And I know they've not got McGinn, Villa, but it's, that's a bonus for us. That it? is a massive mm. bonus. Seriously, it'll be interesting to see what that little weasel does as well. He's he's eligible, isn't he? He should be. Coutinho. Yeah. And um, Dina. Dina. Yeah. yeah. So it's not looking too uh, too shabby. What's happening with you this weekend? Quickly. <laughs> So I was supposed to be playing Manchester Polonia in the... We've got six league games left. Yeah. Um, we need our, the team in second currently. We got, I think we've got five clear of them. Um, we need them to drop one game. Right. If they lose one game, we can just win the league. It'll be in our, back in our hands. We fucked it up before Christmas. We played like absolute shitbags. Um, but we'd have been back in our hands if, we'd have, uh, if they drop another game. So they dropped a game last week. Yeah. Already put themselves under a little bit of pressure. If they drop one more, they're in the shit. However... Our opposition tomorrow, I've got COVID. So I did a bit of ringing round, didn't I, Jay? He did, he got on the phone, like Brad Pitt in Moneyball. Yeah. And um, I'm playing Jolly and Lescott and Friends. Obviously. (laughs) So it's a Premier League 11, essentially. Um, So So I believe there's a lot. Lescott and Friends sounds like the crappiest kids' (laughs) programme ever. It's like (laughs) Jolly and Lescott and Friends, what? So um, it's another high level friend. We played Macclesfield last week. We got fucking dunked on, um, 7 0. Listen. Not, right, Joe, you know we'd have lost if we'd have played well. Right. But we didn't even play well. Okay. So we got fucking twatted yeah. and deserved everything we got. Um, and I think tomorrow, it did, probably give, you, it goes did, it did give you the best story I've though. It did the, 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 the would I lie to you story. Oh, shit, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> This does sound like a lie. Well, it it? does so sound like this is just the sort of thing that I get when you're in a chat with him. He's like, so Fabrice Mwamba came to watch us. Right. Yeah. Because obviously. Yeah. Why um, not? Yeah. yeah. He's actually coming training tonight. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll put some pictures for everyone. like, what are you on about? I'll put some pictures on from training tonight, right? So uh, Fabrice came and watched us and he's going to be doing a little bit with the club. Um, mm. And he's an absolute fucking lad. We're going to be helping him with his YouTube channel a little bit. Um, so Fabrice came to chat to us about that. And we went upstairs. The kit man said to us from Mac, oh yeah, just go across the pitch and then go in that right-hand door and then up the stairs and then just fucking sit down wherever you want. So we did that. Yeah. And then we got thrown out of there because that was a VIP bar. Um, so baggers, you know baggers. <laughs> baggers sent us a fucking... Do the, would I lie to the you? Bob Marto thing. Yeah. Like, would I lie to you? I once got thrown out of Robbie Savage's VIP bar with Fabrice Mwamba. <laughs> I was like, I was catching up. I was like, what is going on? This is um, another day in the life. So yeah, so tomorrow, I, I believe I know who the 11, most of the 11 are, because I know um, for some time, Lescott has been playing um, like seven asides at Pitts, and it's like... I don't know if these are What's available on, or uh, not. Um, the players that they usually play with him, usually, is like Stephen Ireland, Chris Eagles, uh, Alex Bruce, Paul Rauchubka, people like that sort of thing. We're going to get a fucking shoe in, aren't we? Yeah. The only hope that we've got is they shouldn't be quick. No, I mean, it's... Mm. Yeah, and, but I think, but like, not, getting not, the ball off them... They're not old, old, are they? Like, they're in the 30s. Like 39, That's I what I mean. It's like when Jermaine Defoe played at the UNICEF game. And it looked unreal. Yeah, he was just scoring every time he got the ball. Yeah. It was like 7-5 and he scored all seven. I think Mark Wright even played with him. <laughs> like, so I have no idea what 11 is going to turn up tomorrow. Um, so where's that? Can people go down So it's at Nichols, it? it's free entry. Um, it'd be three o'clock kickoff. So if you want to watch that and then go watch United afterwards, we're away out with tomorrow. Yeah. Um, crack on and do that. I think it'll be a defeat. <laughs> but ultimately... I'm, we're working on some stuff in training in terms of playing through the thirds and, and movement um, as we play out and stuff like that. So I want to work on that and working it out against essentially what's, you know, some of these fuckers are going to run the Premier League. I know Lescott obviously has, but some of these players oh, have like lifted the Premier League oh. and they're still in their 30s. This is going to be well hard, um, if not impossible for us to do. But again, like I said, after we played Mac last week, I'm not here to just fucking beat a load of dickheads from Atterley 10 nil. Like, I might as well give ourselves challenges that yeah, are... Yeah, be challenged. And it's, it's actually good to see. You know, how good is a 39-year-old former Premier League centre-half? Probably meant, like, our, uh, our centre-forward's an Everton fan. And I was like, you're not going to see the ball tomorrow. Yeah. So you ain't going to get a fucking sniff against him tomorrow. So you might as well play off him. Just go and play in the house base, because you ain't yeah. going to get... And, and I said, if any of my lads put... If, it, if it's Alex Bruce and Lescott centre-half, I said, if any of you fuckers put a cross in at Ed Eye, you can just fuck off. Because we're not even <laughs> attempting this, are we? Are we fucking serious? Lescott, like, we bag on Lescott as a City player, don't we? But 
That's not a bit fucking right. Someone paid 40 million quid from at one point, didn't they? Like, like, the, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you say, the good, the good players, they're not that old. It's not, not like totally 73. over the hill already. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not like 50, is it? No, no. so yeah, you've got your work, Carly. I'd be interested yeah. to see what We're going to get a fucking bum out of What are you up to, Ange? Where are you watching a match? I'm not doing anything as exciting as that. I'll probably just be watching the you mean match. You're not up. playing football against Julian Leskett and Steve Allen. No, Island. I'm Pathetic. not. I feel, yeah, I'm, I hey, feel like, yeah, I've not, really do, I've not really done enough this weekend, have I? Um, you know, just be watching it at home, chilling out. Nice one. Uh, Suresh Atavali says, genuinely worried about playing at Villa tomorrow, especially with the Coutinho debut. Hopefully we see Donny Tellez and Cavani play tomorrow. I'm not worried about Coutinho. Worried? No? <laughs> Has anyone seen him play recently? Like, it's not been absolutely mm, groundbreaking. No. Um, That's got to be the most ridiculous mm. transfer ever. Like. We were looking at the, the, um, ones, the Barcelona one. managers that have signed former uh, teammates. We were looking at different ones, like Thierry Henry signing Cesc Fabregas, and after three games, he got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Xavi obviously Ollie. bringing back Ollie Danny Alves. Ollie. Yeah. Ollie um, Roy Keane, yeah. Kieran Richardson. Uh, oh, he did loads. Uh, in yeah, he brought quite a few. Like and Johnny Evans, fucking oh, Welbeck, yeah, uh, Diego, Simeone brought Fernando Torres back. They apparently did play together, but then obviously they ended up absolutely hating each other. Simeone did a press conference and they said, "Oh, well, you have Torres back next season because he was on loan." He's like, "No," and they well, had to go to the oh, owner's sorry. house to like sort it out. And Torres wanted an apology. He didn't give it him. But they've mended fences because obviously Torres has gone back there coaching the under 19 so right. they kind of had to sort it out. But There's, yeah, it was interesting there, looking at There was rumours, weren't there, that Coutinho and Gerard didn't get on? Mm. Yeah. I don't know how true those rumours are. We'll wait, wait. So, I mean, I know you well, can Gerard put looks like someone that he's going to get hold of. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, Derek Best, happy birthday, Jay. Have a cold one on me. Buy a cold one, obviously, at a Pepsi Max Cherry. Have a good <laughs> one. Thank you, brother. Uh, KZCV Music also says, Jay needs to shave house for a manscape bet. Not on your Nelly. There's no, no amount of money in the world that will have us doing that. Um, right, you know where to find Stephen House. No disrespect, brother. Uh, you know where to find him. Go and check him out at Nichols. That's in... Um, Ardwick. Ardwick. Costa Ardwick. Hey, go and check that out. You know where to find Angelina. It's on mainstream now, aren't you? Talk sport, Talk sport, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's left all those little people behind. Mm. Um, so make sure you go and follow those guys. Um, you know where to do as well. You know where to do. You know what to do as well. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Let's get to 700,000 subscribers by the end of the season. With your help, we can do it. We're back tomorrow with the watch along. It'll be me, Joe, I think James. We're going to have Andy. We're going to have Maka. We're going to have him. We're giving them the reactions as well. So make sure you're checking them out. This has been The Brew. Well, we did get to the bottom of it, didn't we? You said Reservoir Dogs. You said, what was your favourite Tarantino film? I can't remember. <laughs> Kill Bill, wasn't it? Yeah, Kill Bill. Kill Thank Bill. You. Man was Pulp Fiction. So yep. we sorted that one out. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.